You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Robin Barker is best known for her book Baby Love. It's a go-to Bible for everything about babies. The book, I looked it up today, is now 23 years old, but it continues to be something that parents refer to once they become parents. Now, in those 23 years, Robin has done a lot of things. You will have seen her at events. She's written books about toddlers. She's written books about toddlers and food. She's also written fiction. And along the way, not that she did this herself, but she became a grandparent. In Australia, grandparents take on one-third of the unpaid childcare needs for working parents. It's a big issue, but I'm wondering if they do it willingly. And, of course, there's lots more to grandparents than just taking on the unpaid childcare work. And I thought it'd be interesting to speak with Robin about becoming a grandparent and what it means to be a grandparent in Australia today. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hello, Siobhan. I'm very well. Another beautiful day in Camelot. (laughs) We've had the most magnificent weather. I know. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, uh, apparently, summer is coming, at least in, in Sydney. Well, it is. this lovely, cool, sunny days, it's heaven. It's heaven. I've heard it's freezing in Melbourne. Well, it's, well, it's yeah. Melbourne. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we know you're a bit wetted to the oceans, uh, swimming and stuff, but that's not what we're talking no, about no, today. No, no, no. We're, we're doing talking ocean today. We're doing grandkids. Grandparents. grandparents grand- yeah. So, um, I've never asked, how many do you have? I have two grandchildren. I. Uh, Sage, who's 14, and Jimmy, who's eight. And Jimmy came over and spent, they're living in New Zealand now, and Jimmy, they did live very close to me for 12, 13 years. Then they moved to New Zealand, to Auckland. They're very happy there. Um, and Jimmy came over, flew over on his own to visit me for four four days during the school holidays. Wow. So, I mean, as you, they're older now, but um, do you remember what it was like becoming a grandmother? Of course. <laughs> um, How do you feel, Robin? Okay. I just have to – I'm the sort of person who could have dealt without being a grandparent, okay? So my whole – You co- weren't one saying, have babies, no, have babies. No, I really always felt if they come along, the time is right, they're in a good relationship and all that works and grandchildren come, lovely. I mean, it is amazing. However, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I wasn't sort of hanging out for it. Uh, so, in fact, we did have, I did end up with two grandchildren. They're my son's children. And they did happen to live 10 minutes away from us during those first 12 years. So I was there. I wasn't actually there when they, oh, I was there when Jimmy was born. I wasn't there when Sage was born, but um, I was there soon after. So I, experienced all of that and seeing it again after you've had your own children is is monumental I mean you know it's a huge emotional experience and I think one of the lovely things about grandchildren is looking into their faces and seeing generations of people you know in their faces it's extraordinary it is absolutely extraordinary I mean Jimmy looked just like my father when he was born and yet he's growing up to look a lot like my daughter-in-law's family. However, every so often you get a glimpse of somebody from somewhere and um, that is that continuity of family which is still a wonder, even in this modern world. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
speaking well, of... Things have changed so much. <laughs> that is still one of life's wonders. So speaking of the modern world, I mean, mm. when I was growing up, my grandmother lived with us in a granny flat, so she had a lot to do with our lives. But um, even then, my both my I think my mum worked part-time when we were... Well, she didn't work full-time until we were in primary school, and before that she didn't work, and then she worked part-time. Now a lot of couples, both parents work and it feels like a lot of weight has fallen on the shoulders of grandparents. Um, Did you feel that pressure at all once you had grandkids? No, because I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) You were clear. You I was very clear. (laughs) I was very clear with my children from their teenage years, I think, that I was not going to mind grandchildren while they worked. So we, we never had any fluffing around about all that. That was how it was. And my children, well, my daughter doesn't have any children, but um, my son and his wife accepted that. However, I did want to be involved in their lives, obviously, and I wanted to be involved in their lives in a way that kept me nice. (laughs) Because one of the jobs of being a grandparent, really, is to give grandchildren happy memories. I mean, I have some... my, My mother's mother... This was at a time when grandparents really didn't mind grandchildren. But my mother's mother, uh, I had a lot to do with when I was very young, and I have the most warm and happy memories of my time with her, which I cherish. So I've always felt that part of the grandparent role is to give, give grandchildren happy memories. And I've often thought secretly, and now I'll say it aloud on radio, if you're minding them 8 till 6, Monday till Friday, suddenly you become a parent, not a grandparent. Now that can work out, it can be fine and people do that and I take my hat off to them. Some people really like doing it, some people see it as a privilege, other people are kind of dragged into it and they get worn out and exhausted and some of the pleasure of being a grandparent actually is diminished. Have you seen that with your friends? Yes. Because I was wondering as well when you were saying earlier that you weren't one of the um, people that were saying, come on, have babies and really wanting Mm. your kids to have children. Is that a thing, though, that do, do, once you have your children are of an age to have grandchildren, do people get envious when they're seeing their friends get grandkids and they don't have them? Oh, look, I'm not sure about that. I would hate to kind of really even offer up an opinion on that. I mean, grandparents of my vintage, generally speaking, are having pretty interesting, busy lives. So that urge to sort of have grandchildren to maybe fill a space in their lives, I don't think is huge. But, you know, really, Siobhan, I can only go on my own circles, my own friends. Um, I just know that there are some people for whom having grandchildren is extremely important and... Uh, who, if they perhaps don't have any grandchildren, mourn the fact that they don't have grandchildren. But I haven't really discovered that so much in the circles I mix in. Uh, However, what I do notice is that once the grandchildren arrive, there is a a lot of talk about the grandchildren in the ways that parents used to talk about their children. (laughs) It gets quite competitive. Wow. It it is the same thing over again, which actually puts me off a bit. 
uh, you know, which school they go to, how clever they are, <laughs> sporting teams they're in. I have to check in with my uh, parents to see if they do you know, that. <laughs> and to some extent, when you're talking about your children with your friends, that's understandable. But even then it gets a bit boring. But being in circles where they're constantly talking about their grandchildren, frankly, I find that actually quite boring. I mean, my children, grandchildren are brilliant and clever and smart. <laughs> Apart from announcing it on are. radio, I try to keep that to myself. <laughs> it's in the genes, Robin. It's in the genes. <laughs> You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Robin Barker. You will probably know her as the author of Baby Love, but she's done many other things. She is also a grandmother, and that's why we're chatting today, or that's what we're chatting about. And um, I read an interesting article, Robin, about – it was from last year, but full of really – interesting research where it's we're sort of looking at when grandparents are looking after grandkids who in that couple is actually doing the caring role and it seems to overwhelmingly fall on the shoulders of women um, is that something that you've seen as well I mean I know that in my family's case definitely mum is more hands-on than dad I don't know if dad would have an opportunity to be fair but you know um, is that something you've seen Yes, it, it does seem to fall on um, on on women. Although um, I know of a grandfather who minds his children a couple of days a week. Um, he and the grandmother are divorced, and he does the child minding a couple of days a week. So uh, I think certainly there are some grandfathers who are stepping up and doing doing things. Um, however, yes, overwhelmingly, I'd say it's it's it, it's it's the grandmother who goes to play group and. Uh, take goes to the park, the park, <laughs> pushing the swings. dreaded park. <laughs> One of the changes things. the nappies, you know. One of the things that um, resonated with me in this article was uh, a grandmother was basically saying that um, even though perhaps she didn't want to do as much of the caring role as she did, she when she looked at her own children and what they were trying to manage in terms of finances and work and. Uh, she just wanted to help them out. And I can I can totally see that's what my parents... I mean, I know my parents love looking after our kids, but for them it's a full-time job across all of their children. And uh, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that's... They're in their 70s. Yes, I couldn't have done it. You know, congratulations to your parents, Siobhan. <laughs> they're pretty I amazing. Mean, I mean, how, how much um, care grandparents are going to do depends on so many things. Do you know how many grandchildren have they got? Have they got a couple or have they got 10? Um, how many adult children have they got? If they do it for one adult child, then they really have to do it for other adult children. If they've got four adult children, then most of their later years are going to be spent minding children. Um, is it a pleasure for them? Uh, why do they feel that they need to do it? Is it because they actually really like doing it? I mean, a day with a toddler... Seventy <laughs> year old is a very long day. Mm. I did. I <laughs> I have to hasten to add here. I did do my a, a bit of all this, but it was a, a casual arrangement. So I would I always took my grandchildren on a Friday, so my daughter in law could have a day off. And after they went to school, I organised their swimming lessons and did that because I like doing that. Um, I would meet them after school a couple of afternoons a week. I'd be available if someone was sick. I would take them to the dentist or the doctor if need need be, those sorts of things. And without wanting to beat my chest and whinge, 
nobody did any of that for me when I had my children. So many women of my generation, in fact, didn't get that sort of help from their parents for a lot of different reasons, geographic, well, anyway, various reasons. Also, parents of my generation, generally speaking, were there more for moral support and they weren't expected. Uh, there were no expectations, for most, mostly, for them to step up and do a lot of this stuff. And I, I would never have asked my parents or expected my parents to do that because, like me, my mother let me know at a young age she wasn't going to. Uh, so we planned our lives accordingly. Um, I think when you're, when grandparents are, are in that child-minding um, situation with the best will in the world and the best of intentions, it's really important for the, the adult children to, to check in every so often saying, are you sure you're all right with this? Do you want to keep going? Would you like us to make other arrangements? I think that's actually very important. And hopefully the grandparents are able to honestly say what they think and how they're dealing with it. It's a very good point to end on. Robin, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Siobhan. That's Robin Barker, author of Baby Love. And Robin has her own website where she writes pieces not just about babies, about all kinds of things. You can tap into her wisdom from that website. We'll pop a link up later this afternoon at kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.